You're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, Scott. Me, PJ. Me, Ron. <laughs> so close. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on. Have you ever stammered? Do you have a stammer? Do you know anyone with a stammer? Have like, you ever had to deal with a stammer? Well, yeah, I'm sure I have, yeah. I stammer on this show all the time. Do you? Yeah. I don't notice. Do you cut it out? No. You leave it in? Okay. Because my Thomas has started the stammer. So what? I've got a stammer. What? Well, you're not stammering now. No, but occasionally whenever I'm trying to get my words out fast, I, I like, no, I, I trip over what I'm saying. Okay. But you mean, that, I mean, at what point does like a regular... Um, Kind of that that kind of sort of uh, interruption turn into a stammer. At what point do you go? Do you mean like a verbal stoppage? Yeah. Well, so Thomas when he's talking now, he will go. I I I I I I I I I I I'm going to go. Love you very much. I'm trying to treat this topic with some sensitivity because it's my son, but also because I I genuinely have some sensitivity towards. Does he sing? No, he doesn't sing. Because I went to school with a guy who. Had an incredibly bad stammer all the time, but whenever he sang, he sounded like an angel. Was it Gareth Gates? No, no. <laughs> he, he was a boy soprano, and he did, he, sang, he sang with the choir in school, uh-huh. but he could barely get through a sentence talking, but then as soon as he started singing, like he sounded incredible. Because uh-huh. so, like, for Tom, this is a relatively new thing, and, and we're trying not to draw any attention to it, because yeah. it, it is quite bad, and Tom will always get very upset if you draw attention to something that How he's old doing. Is he? he is 11. Is his so. voice breaking? Yeah. It could yeah. be it could be connected to that. You reckon? Because sometimes it is, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, so it might and when it his might, voice breaks, it might just settle down into. Okay, well, we'll not break too much of a sweat. There was a guy I knew when I was in secondary school uh, called Henry. He was a lovely guy, lovely big fellow. He had a really bad stammer. I always felt really sorry for him because I kind of felt like he, he's articulate and smart. They don't want but your just, pity. I, well, I know, but that's that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, Gosh, I, I he can't talk as much as me. That must be <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, there's an element to that. I, I don't know. Uh, you, you know, I just, I just, I, my heart breaks for Tom, who's, who's really sort of he'd be chatting to his and like, no one's drawing attention. Not even his friends are drawing attention to it. Sometimes his brother might say something, um, and that is not good. And that will. Th- and I, I did. I made the mistake of Tom sort of. He was stammering a little, but I says your stammer's a bit bad today, mate. And he was, and that just he just was off on one. He was very upset about it. Yeah, uh, and I. I couldn't, I couldn't calm him down and, you know, placate him at all. So I had to spend a load of money making him happy, which is the only way to make kids happy. Anyway. I mean, I, from talking to people who have very bad stammers, I know that there's one or two things that really threw them off. And also, I mean, like referencing it mm-hmm. is yeah. one. Yeah. But looking away. Oh, right. When someone looks away when they're talking to you, it's uh, you know, like you've lost them, like you've lost their interest. Almost looking away in embarrassment for your, you know, yeah, for that sort them. of embarrassment and pity. And I kind of, uh, I've experienced that, not for myself, but I remember whenever I went for like a group interview back whenever I was um, getting onto this journalism course, it was, the interview was a group interview at the you start. a journalism course? Yeah, I've got a diploma in radio and print journalism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, did you not do that while we were doing the show? Uh, I think so. Yeah, that was yeah. how we started. That's how you, is that not how you met Graham? Uh, that is how I met Graham. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's how I ended up working in TV for a while. Okay. Okay. So if it happened during the show, it explains why I had no interest. Yeah. In and uh, the guy sitting beside me had an incredibly. I mean, like, it's hard to articulate just how bad of a stammer he had. Mm. But I think now you, you were you were given a uh, number of. I think maybe three minutes to talk about yourself mm-hmm. and kind of explain what you who you are, what you do, and why you think maybe you should be on the course yeah. because you were, you were, there were a very limited number of places, and I think they interviewed four or five times, and it was yeah. groups of eight each time. Mm-hmm. And I think in three minutes he got something like three sentences out. Yeah, and uh, I watched the, the interviewer. Yeah, and he didn't break. He did eye not contact. break eye contact yeah. with the guy the entire time. And I asked him a few weeks down the line after I was on the course, I said, like, is that something you do? He said, yes, and my daughter's a really bad stammer. Okay. And if you break eye contact, that tells them that kind of like... They're, hurry up. Make, you're making a mistake. Hurry well, up. Well, either, either, either you're trying to get them to hurry up or 
they just feel the shame and pity, yeah, you know, yeah. and that that's the thing that kind of you really have to. You know, it could well be for me. It's like I, I feel particularly bad for people with a stammer because I feel like what would I feel like if I had that stammer and I couldn't get those words out? Yeah, you're absolutely be... not supposed to finish your sentences for them. Either. Yeah, which is a habit I have anyway. Yes, of other I know. people. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's well aware. <laughs> Scott's nodding his head there. I didn't even bother talking. <laughs> Scott didn't have a stammer before he started doing this show, and now he has one. This rule rules round to whether I'm a dickhead or not, doesn't it? This is conversation. No, that's it wasn't it? That's it an was, ongoing theme of the show. I think <laughs> it was a dick, not a dickhead. Just okay, to be. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, all right. So, because the, the thing is, like, I. I Googled, you know, what you should do, and, and it was like, don't draw attention to it, don't draw attention to it, and then also take them to someone, a specialist to help them. I'm thinking, how am I, I mean... Well, that's kind of drawing attention to it. Yeah, I know, that's what I was thinking. Why am I so this I think, guy? I think there's a cusp, there's a, a kind of... Watch the for, king for speak you. to them. <laughs> that's, stop, these are terrible things to I don't say think that's to, terrible, just say, like, this can happen to literally, well, literally he's, anyone. He's literally, literally the king. Literally, literally the king. Literally the king. Um... Yeah. Your son's a royalist, right? <laughs> he is, yeah. He loves, a, he loves a king. He loves a queen. He loves all forms of royalty. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, because he hears just... his dad going on about how much he loves royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm in comics. I don't get royalties. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's, that's, the current, that's the current parental dilemma that we have is what do you do with your child when he starts developing a stammer? And the answer seems to be nothing. For, for three days after, if it goes on longer than three to six months, which seems like quite a wide window, uh, then there's an actual problem. You really need to get it seen. But that might be normal to have a stammer for around that sort of period. I of mean, time. quite often it's a symptom of something else. Yeah. You know? I mean, does Thomas have like underlying anxieties beyond the normal? Oh, yeah, what was it, 11 yeah, year old time? I, th- I think he does. I think he has really bad sort of self. <sighs> What's the word? Um, he's basically he, any criticism at all can crumble him. Will totally destroy him. And his big brother's Nathan. And his big brother's Nathan, who, as we all know, will destroy anyone. So um, that I think is is. I mean, I he asked me to tweet out about his um, his YouTube? YouTube channel, oh, no. known as YouTube channel. And I went okay, and I went. Thomas has turned his laser like a fo- uh, focus onto uh, doing YouTube videos now. So if, he'd love it if you all went along. I of course I'm devastated he's no longer doing comics I thought that was funny <laughs> he was very upset was he like I've let them, I've let my father I think, I think that's essentially what he thought he thought I've let down my dad I'm really sorry what are how you? could you I don't, don't make me feel worse don't make me feel bad about it I only uh, feel bad about it I feel bad about need it need to buy him something big for but that but the thing is this, uh, see but he makes jokes about me so <laughs> <laughs> he started it. What's his YouTube channel about? It's just him watching videos of video games, playing video games. Ah. It's the usual thing. Ten reaction content. Do. Yeah, it's it's all him going. I mean, but they, here's the thing: even the videos are like their titles. Why I'm rubbish at Mario, and why I I'm rubbish at this game, or why I'm. And it's like this is not good for yourself. Uh, to be honest, it sounds like your son has mastered the other clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> It could could well have done. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's that's what I've been up to. You've got all this ahead of you, Ron or Scott. I mean, oh, wait, Ron could run us too. Yeah. What about you? Are you ever gonna have kids? <laughs> I don't know. Are you ever gonna have kids? Are you ever gonna have kids? Is I'd it? love to have kids, but I just I just don't know if it's on the cards. It's just one of those things where I guess it'll happen when I get the the telephone call to say I've got kids somewhere. <laughs> I feel like that's a, a weird way for Susie to let you know, but that's... <laughs> Over the phone. <laughs> Not to let you know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so Susie won't get me. She shouldn't really talk about that. that. She, she's less interested less in, interested in the concept in me, yeah, than yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, I, so what was... Right, right. God, what was your kind of when you? What was the conversation about having kids in your house? It was like we're definitely having some kids. Uh, that's definitely a baby that time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, me and Hannah had a uh, a sit down Uh-oh. one night, well, like the mafia. Like, yeah, um, whenever she put her cards on okay. the table. Was this uh, before or after marriage? This, this is before. Poker? Before marriage. This is before. Uh-huh. Um, Cards on the and, table. Uh, were you engaged? Or were you nope. pre-engaged nope. very early? Not very, second, not very second early. Dip, <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> um, no, it was quite, I'd say, uh, to be honest, I couldn't even remember. We weren't engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't living together, but it was a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. And a reasonable amount of time where I'm like, that's not an unreasonable question. At this stage. At this stage. In our um, relationship. 
And I was like, eh, I don't think I want kids. <laughs> Did, was it a kind of, Scott, how do you feel about children? Or yeah, was it, kind it Scott, a, I want five kids? Yeah, it was like a leading question. I was like, uh, I don't think I want kids. I don't and she think. was like, well, I definitely want kids. <laughs> so. <laughs> Better come around and quick. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, huh, maybe I do want kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, fe- I feel like. For the most part, my wife was in control of the kids. Obviously. Of, of whether, I mean, obviously. Maybe I get the say in some of these things. No? Have you met you? No. Uh, I did get to say, I mean, the one pleasure yeah, of having... I, I, I can't imagine that if she decided that she wanted to make a baby right now, you'd be like, too busy, love. <laughs> <laughs> the one advantage of having two kids is when she said, I th- I would like I, I can't, a third. I've gone, fuck off. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no I'm going, I've had two. We've, we've talked off. about it already. I'm going to get the snippy snippy snippers. Well, the problem says I don't have any. You don't have yeah. any, right. so I'll take any spares. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you'd be an amazing dad, but then you'd have to move everything. What do you well, mean? Yeah, no, you just keep everything as is. Uh, well, most of the stuff's high up. But you just have to hope your kid, like, you just have to hope your kids like you. What if he gets? What if he gets mad like into football? Oh like, God! Oh like, God! I've always said, like, the 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 thing I like the least. Is whenever I see parents trying to force kids to like the no, stuff that you know they what? like. No, no, no. There's no, there's no forcing. You, I just think you just got to hope. No, I don't care if I. I mean, I don't like the same stuff my dad likes, and we get on perfectly well. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really understand the the need to have a little version of myself. I don't. No, I don't want the little version of myself. I want a Funko Pop version of you. <laughs> <laughs> you can get fun, you can get custom ones done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can get custom Funkos done. I saw the the, the com- comic book guys have custom Funko ones of themselves. For, Do they in the shop? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been in, down in a, for a in while. In a custom box. Oh, that's cool. Okay, okay, okay. I haven't been down for a while. Maybe that could be a Patreon gift. They get you down to fun- Funko Pop of what, ourselves Funko for us. Pops of us. Yeah, yeah for, I think they're pretty us. expensive <laughs> at the five hundred dollar no, tier. <laughs> no, but I think PJ could mock up a three D model of one, and I could get it printed. Oh yeah, and maybe, then we get yeah, done by Funko. Yeah. No, it would, well, F- no, Funko, Funko f- don't have my likeness. Funko don't. The Funko. They all look the same, Scott. <laughs> yes, that's true. Here, my thumbs really sore but, these days. Whoa! Oh, oh, we're, we're done on this, right? Okay. <laughs> Should I? Well, hang on one second. Segway. Oh. Segway. Turn to the left. Segway. <laughs> we were going to get that done. I've got I've got arthritis in my hand, and now my thumbs are really sore, and I can't grip things. It's sore. It's sort of grip things. So you haven't been able to jerk it for a while? Well, that's not what I was saying, but yes, that yeah, there's a okay. there's that as an element that I don't want to go into, but yes. But that's well, also you drawing you, hand, I think, is probably the problem. You couldn't even suck it well, up and just I don't know. Well, it. If I could do that, I'd never need to jerk it. <laughs> if you could do that all day long, you wouldn't bother with drawing. <laughs> No, actually, weirdly, drawing's fine because it, you don't really, you know, it's just it's very lightly gripped. But like holding bags and things, just holding stuff is sore. Okay, and and and, and change the And I think I'm gonna. Every bad joke I do, nothing, and that's the one that makes him laugh. It's been on the table for decades. Paul, not holding. <laughs> That's good stuff. That's good stuff. It's <laughs> the weakest shit I've ever delivered. These tickles pink. Yeah. Your smiley face. Yeah. It's because it's a dig against me. Anything that's a dig against me, he's for. If it's a personal dig, the more yeah. personal the dig, the better. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what's you. good for arthritis? What? Float tanks. So I've been told. Yeah. I don't know if it helps with thumbs, does it? It's generally more of a I wouldn't have thought it would help backs with backs and legs. I, I, I've got to be now, I I you know, I, we we're gonna go and do this flute thing again. But I, I have to say, quite a lot of the stuff that Vivian was saying, there was a part of me going, Okay, it sounds a bit new agey for me. The whole like it's a yeah. it's a bit all promising all things and I can't help feeling that it's maybe but I'm naturally suspicious of anything that promises all things. You know, I'll be honest; that that stuff doesn't really uh, tickle my fancy either. It, it just really <laughs> not even when me... you're nude in there. No. Oh, I mean, like whenever you're nude, everything's tickly. <laughs> but yeah, that that stuff doesn't really do it for me at all. I I enjoyed the sensation. Yeah, just that. Yeah, you don't but, you don't need any more. No, you don't need any more of that. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, there's you can get special gloves and stuff for your hand if you're getting old and maybe, things. Maybe 
get some of those gloves. Well, I'll do that. Thanks very much. There we go. That, that's, that's, I'll keep holding on. That's doctor's corner. Sorted. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Well, you bring I hear there's something. gloves that might make my hand feel better. Get a glove. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, again, we're back into the PJ's uh, distrust of anything self-care related. <laughs> this might make me feel better. Nope. <laughs> Unsubscribe. I don't, I don't really like aspirin either. I'm not very keen on tablets. I think they're very suspicious. Like if you if you have a sore head, the doctor said take those until your sore head goes away. And it's like, well, if, if they're no, well, no, 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 no. That's not what the doctor says. <laughs> what does the doctor does, say? It's not take. It's not take those one after the other until the headache goes away. <laughs> Just literally popping them yeah. in here like sweeties. <laughs> Swallow, still there. Swallow, still there. <laughs> no. Nina, Nina, Nina. <laughs> oh, now my liver's starting to hurt. <laughs> I, don't I, went to, I went to see a chemist about my leg. You went to see a chemist? Yeah, you can go to the chemist. You don't have to go to the doctors. You can go to the chemist. You can go to the chemist for small things. For minor ailments. Minor yeah, ailments. But not like, only can you go to the chemist for minor ailments, if they can give you something PG, from it the looks pharmacy. Like there's a ten- it looks like somebody, it looks like you got a tennis ball stuck up your. Is that the growth in your leg you went to see the chemist about? Yeah. Yeah, no. No, I, that's the tennis ball is just my muscle. What are you talking about? That's the round, the round thing there is the is the growth. Yeah. It's not really a growth. It's like a flat thing. It's just like a round flat and thing. And what did the chemist say? They give me a thing. What What's more worrying is the chemist Oh, there, said, we, there we go. <laughs> they give me a cream thing. And the chemist Jeez. goes, the girl in the chemist goes, okay, it's Paul, isn't it? I went, Yes. Okay, I'll just write this form out for you. See ya. I went, okay. I didn't tell her my name. I didn't tell her anything about me. You must have. I think I did like five years ago. Something like that. And and they created a fast track policy just for you based off that? No, no. (laughs) She said, she recognized me me from primary school. Oh, okay. And I have not been in primary school since, you know, for like 30 years or something, 40 years. So that's kind of disturbing. Is it because you haven't grown anything since then? I haven't it's grown at growth, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you is, go to the chemist in a shirt and tie? This tiny first, shorts? This is the first new growth in 40 years. <laughs> and it's out the way. Anyway, so I've been given a thing. Will you stop pulling your trouser leg it's, up? I just want to show you what Nobody wants to see it. We're on a podcast. <laughs> only only us who can see it and we don't want to. It's a purely audible medium. <laughs> I could rub the microphone against it and then you could feel the texture of it. That it's would great. be great. Then we just have to burn the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> May as well nuke the room and start from scratch. What do they call it a burn room? <laughs> anyway, so have you I mean so let's not make this show all about me. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week. <laughs> it's a fresh concept, but I'm prepared, I'm prepared to go with it. <laughs> Anything exciting in your life, Scott? Nothing I can talk about. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ron? Um, I got a Dyson. <laughs> so no. no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so... We talked about your experience in that floaty thing. We talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. That was immediately after the floaty thing. So it's been some time since. Have your feelings changed in any way about the floaty thing? The following day, I think I felt heavier and more wretched than I ever felt in my life. <laughs> I, flute, d- I did a not. hangover? I did not feel great the next morning. Really? Not, not, not that I felt bad, <laughs> but when I got up out of bed, I was just suddenly like... Everything's heavy. I think that's what it was. I don't think it was... The, I don't think that the flotation... Changed you? Changed me in any way other than perceptually. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm much heavier than I ever really thought I was. Okay. Oh, would that, I mean, do you think that would be a good diet prompt? Do you think I, that would make you go, maybe I should ease off do on you know what? I was, when I, While I was lying in there, I was thinking, yeah, this would be really, this would be more fun if I didn't, you know, weigh so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of put my hand underneath my butt to feel how how far from the bottom of the tank my butt Uh-oh. was. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and it was about an inch. <laughs> So, I don't know, how, far, how far was your butt from the bottom of the tank? I mean, I could get myself into like a a sit-up position, like a 45-degree angle, and I was still floating. Okay. And like, so it had, well, I hadn't so, touched the... How much of your body, upper body was like, in the water? But what I'm saying, yeah, so what I'm saying is like I folded myself like that and was like still... Like a chair? Yeah, and was still not touching the bottom. I was doing super superhero poses. 
<laughs> I was still well, going like this. I'm moving across the tank, but I didn't want to talk about it at the time. <laughs> In case you thought you were being silly, not yeah. taking it seriously. I think I thought I was being a bit silly, but I was having good times. So. I, I mean, I, I did. I, 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 sat, I sat and was like, Just to hear the vo- the noise echo through the room and under the water. And-, and you couldn't hear each other? No, the rooms are soundproof. And you're wearing earplugs? And you're wearing earplugs, yeah. At okay. least, well, I was at the start. Yeah, I, I forgot to start, put my, they I flew forgot, out? No, I forgot to put my earplugs in when I got in first. Uh-huh. So I get in first, and she says, if you get any little cuts or scrapes or anything, you put, need to put a little bit of Vaseline on because the water's really salty and mm. it'll sting, and put your earplugs in. And I got in without doing either of those, and I had a little cut on my face. I don't want to go in there nude if things are going to sting. Do, do you, you have think- any open sores? I've got open things. Do you, well, do, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. You're I've worried. never been a. a I think he's worried bath. about getting salt in the dick hole. Are you worried you're going to do like a reverse fart or something? <laughs> and suck a load of I don't salty know. water up inside you? I don't know what would happen. I don't know. And why do you think it would happen to you and nobody else? Well, that's. I don't know. How, I don't know if you put Vaseline there. I no, don't know what you, you did. Did you go, do you know what? I need to be watertight before I get in this bath. I'll apply Vaseline in every single opening. Well, I did have a a, a moment where I, I I kind of like reached under and scratched my butt crack, <laughs> and I think I took a little bit of skin off. Oh, and it stung like Jesus. Oh right, okay. It was really stingy. Yeah, yeah. But I just dealt with it. There's like eye wash and stuff in the tank. If you get it, so if you get it in your eyes, it you was the wrong eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were very careful not to tell uh, Vivian you left some butt crack behind. <laughs> Well, no, it was, it was like, I mean, I think what it was was I just literally scraped, just tore scraped. open a little tiny piece of, just a little tiny sore, mm-hmm. a teeny tiny sore, I, I feel but like it was I'm unbelievably sore <laughs> for about maybe, I don't know, maybe two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to grasp time. time in there, though. Yeah. And then like it, it just kind of faded away. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going back. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, on top of the, the session that we're going All back right. to do All with right. her. Well, we'll talk about that again, I'm sure. So, what have you seen in the cinema? Have you seen anything in the cinema? Have you been doing anything? I saw anything? Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, is it any good? So did I. Oh. Oh, my wife started watching the Fast oh, br- and oh, Furious. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. We're onto something else. Here we go. Well, Hobbs and Shaw is the Fast and Furious. She started watching the first one. So, I started watching the first one. It is bobbins. It is really rubbish. Was there, really a, was rubbish. there a part of you that thought these nine films had been something other than that? No, well, I, I didn't know how rubbish they would be. Well, here's the thing, right? The first one isn't great. Yeah. And the second one's not much better. Basically, mm-hmm. anything from Tokyo Drift onwards is fun. Yeah. At the, ver- at the bare so. minimum, mm-hmm. you're going to get fun. At the top end, you're getting like a genuinely very well all constructed those, action all those movie kind of that movies is also have fun. been completely destroyed for me by Last Action Hero. I hadn't realized it until I was watching it. I was thinking, oh, this is like in Last Action Hero, where, where they go, the camera goes into the police cop shop and it's like super glossy, and you realize, oh, it's all a facade. It's all ridiculous. It's all over the top. Where do they go in Fast and Furious? It's like the. Everywhere. Every every oh. single thing they do is like this isn't the way a real policeman would talk. This isn't the way, and, and then I've, like within two minutes, I went, "Oh, this is this is Point Break. That's what this is." Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it is literally just Point Break. Although yeah. it's weird to think that the Fast and Furious franchise started, I think, in the first one. Aren't they selling like counterfeit TV slash DVD combo? Yeah, players? they're stealing. They're stealing like <laughs> completely obsolete technology. Yeah, mm. but by. The fifth movie, sixth movie, they're literally saving the world with cars. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And there, yeah, there's there's some sequences in like the f- the fifth movie has some of those amazing stunt sequences I've ever seen. Yeah, that's the one where they're they're tearing through. I think it's Brazil, Brazil it? with this the with safe. this gigantic safe tied between two cars, and it's all real. They're really yeah. doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's just nuts looking. I mean, the Fast and Furious movies have the same appeal for me as. Mission Impossible or James Bond mm. films. Yeah. And that it's just kind of like, it's maybe, what, I, what am I, I going suspect, to see this time? I suspect the first one hadn't really established its grammar and its lexicon and the rules of that universe. I don't think they had stuff. any idea. Because yeah. the, the very first one, like there was a race in it that I was watching it and it was like, uh, and we hit the nitro button. I was like, shit, it's like they're going at warp speed, the camera and everything warped. And yeah, was, they're, they're trying and then, desperately to make it look really, really exciting. And all it is, they're driving a quarter mile in a straight yeah. line. In a straight line, yeah. It's, it's a completely straight race. Yeah. And then later on, there's a bit where they're driving from one location to another. And for no apparent reason at all, decide to race some bloke in a car and then just stop. And it's like, what was even that about? But anyway, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw, for anyone who doesn't know, is the spin off. 
from the Fast and the Furious yeah, franchise. Yeah, so this isn't Fast and Furious 9. This is literally a spin-off movie out of that universe. Yes. Which Vin Diesel apparently was not very happy about. Yeah, I don't think he liked the idea that they were making Fast and Furious movies that Without didn't involve him, him yeah. saying, It's all about family! Yeah. To the point where I heard that there was a deleted, there was a, a post credit scene at the end of Fast 8 that... Is that the he new had, one that's out? That's the no, that's the, that's the one that the last Fast and Furious movie that was out. Is that one with Idris Elba? Or is he in no, Hobbs that's, that's Idris Hobbs Elba's Shaw. in Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. The one that had Charlize Theron in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Helen Mirren. And Helen Mirren, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was a, a post credit scene or a mid credit scene with The Rock and Jason Statham setting up Hobbs and oh, Shaw. All right, yeah. But he had it pulled. Ooh. Well, he um, didn't get because he does not like The Rock one bit. Then no, do. they apparently don't get on. Yeah. Oh well, which is why they have <laughs> so few scenes together. I like in the, I like the Rock. Oh, I like the Rock a lot. I like Vin Diesel in films, but I don't think he he doesn't come across as a nice man. No, I, like I, a very I, nice he's not man. particularly charismatic. I like him better as a voice actor. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. It's great. It was terrific. I, 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 it's I, I, really, really great. I had a, a, a fun thrill ride for the two the two plus hours. For me, just, the, like The Rock, I think had already cemented himself as a genuinely good comedic actor. Yeah, um, and good in action movies, and good in action movies. And, so this and, is the perfect. And very, very happy to send himself up. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like how ridiculous the size of the yeah, man is. Like whenever th- there's a scene when they have to get fake, Jason Statham and The Rock are. They don't like each other. Yeah. So they, they basically try and fuck with each other the whole way through the movie. So they have to get out of Britain. Jason Statham, also very funny. Also very funny. Yeah, yeah very good comic timing. <laughs> they have to get out of the UK and get to Russia. So they use fake passports, which Jason Statham sources. Mm-hmm. And he gets the rock one where he has to have a pencil thin mustache. Mm-hmm. And his name is Mike Oxmall. <laughs> right. Okay, and I see just, what he did there. And they just mess with each other the whole way through yeah. the film. It's great. The two best things about the film for me are, firstly, Vanessa Kirby. Who's incredible in it. Yeah. Who plays the kind of female lead. Mm-hmm. And she had, kind of had almost exactly the same role in Mission Impossible Mission 6. Impossible, yeah. She was the, the blonde girl that uh, the Tom Cruise rescues and, and proves to be just as capable on her own, mm-hmm. um, stabbing fellas left, right, and center. Yeah. Um, now, I worked with her. She was in the first you did series. What? <laughs> yeah. She was in the first series of the Frankenstein Chronicles. Oh, really? Which I worked on. And even then, I thought she, is re- she was the best thing about hang that on, show. Hang on. You worked with her? Yes. What, did, what, capa- what, what point were you in the room with her and working together? Uh, whenever I went to set. And what were you doing there? I was there to help colour. On the set? Yeah. And were you saying, could you hold that light there, love? Why would I ask her to hold a light? Well, how were you working together? Okay. Be how, very how specific. It, how, does it, how, does, how does she work with the electrician? Well, she doesn't. You're all working on the same project, but you're all in different capacities. Right, so have you ever worked with Cy Superior? He writes something and I draw it. But you're never oh, in the same room. room, are you? Right, but but we are okay. All right, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Valid- I still feel like that makes validation. It sound like you're, you're on screen with her at some point. That's what it sounds like when you say I Is worked. Is that what it sounds like? That's what like it sounds like. Like he's on screen with her. <laughs> I worked with her on that that TV show when we <sighs> when we worked together. Anyway, Samantha Corner. Yeah. <laughs> I think I went out with her once. Right. No, you didn't. All right. So my, oh no, I worked with her. <laughs> uh, she was, was the she was the best thing in that series, and she's one of the best things in this movie. And unless they have done some of the best face replacement that I've ever seen, right, she, she does the, the vast majority yeah. of her own stunts and her own fight scenes. Yeah, um, which I thought was, and it was one of those things that stuck out to me because when you see. Uh, I don't even want to say her name after what happened a couple of weeks ago, but when you see Black Widow in uh, the event, the <laughs> Avengers <laughs> movies, you can see that they try and hide her face yeah, with, with a big ha- with big hair. It's and, a short man in a wig. Yeah, um, to do a lot of the the fight scenes, but they made a, a quite a point of her being kind of face forward yeah. for a lot of it. Um, and the second best thing is there are two absolutely monster cameos mm-hmm. that are almost uh, 
entire film stealing. Mm-hmm. And I think even though they're not on screen together, if they wanted to do a buddy team up movie spin off of them two, I'd be there for it. I don't want to say who it is because they are both a genuine surprise. Right. They're not All in right. the I might the go and see that with my anything. wife. Wait, is this the one that I said that sort of ruined the film for me? <laughs> oh, is it? Well, that's is a it, different reaction. Is it? Is it some person's previous partner and also some person who's playing a? Uh, you could uh, just say to each other, and it could be cut out. Yeah, I, I don't like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> at all in any capacity. Just bleep that, you could bleep that. You just bleep that. Yeah. yeah, you don't really in nothing. No. Oh my god! I, I, oh shit! I, I started watching first. Oh no, Ryan Reynolds isn't in First Man. They're just like so similarly bland. No, that would be an interesting movie. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Armstrong, wise cracking his oh, way to the I moon. I love Ryan Reynolds. I find his, his name out again. I find oh, his yeah, okay. entire shtick uh, unfunny. I don't get why people find it funny. Um, he's mostly just saying the most outrageous thing he can, and it's it's usually less outrageous than what I would think in the moment. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know? Do you know what's really funny about this whole situation? We're going to bleep out his name. I'm not. You're, oh, don't spoil it. He's not a spoiler. He's in like the first five minutes. Yeah, but it's, not, it's funny when it's, he's not he's advertised. He's literally not, the person not, who sets up the plot. I know, yeah, but, but it's, but it's he's not, not advertised. It's a pleasant right. surprise if you but like you're gonna, But you're going to bleep him out. Oh, God, okay. And it literally could be the other person. <laughs> it literally could It literally could describe the other person. I'm trying to remember who the other person is. Well, if I say it, you're going to have to bleep that okay. out. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah, he was pretty funny. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Have you well, seen? I mean. Have I you don't... seen CIA? CIA's got the rock, the rock, and him in it. Okay. I'm bleeping shit. <laughs> no, but I, I genuinely think um, we have no, to warn people. I, at the I've, start of the show. I've tried was... watching Kevin Hart's stand-up stuff, and I don't yeah. find him that funny. But I find him funny as a character actor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I Ryan Reynolds could be standing monologue in front did, of me. And there was I, a film he did called Night School. With uh, Tiffany Haddish and um, don't know it and uh, Taron Killam. Okay, uh, it's just basically a guy who has to go back to night school. Classic premise, uh, but he's really funny and he's really funny in that as well. I like it, but again, I don't really like his stand up. Yeah, mm. I just find he shouts a lot. It's like yeah. it's like watching PJ. All right, uh, I, 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 <laughs> also short. Ryan Reynolds, I'm not funny. Ryan Reynolds has literally one note for me. Now the reason he's in it obviously is because David Leitch made made this. Right, and he directed Deadpool two, and okay. he's of the, he's of one and a half of the team that invented the John Wick series. Okay, I saw John Wick three last night. Finally. I saw John Wick three as well, so we can talk about that after. Um, but um, I was watching Bruce Point Blank, which is kind of like John Wick. I know <laughs> it is. I think uh, I yeah. think it is a prequel. Yeah, because right at the start of, of Bruce Point Blank, when he when he the assassin, the two of them get together. He says, "I'm f- setting up a guild. Do you want to be part of it?" It's John. It's the guild in John Wick. Yeah, okay, I'd, I'd, I'd buy that. I mean, I, de- I definitely think that... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we went back to Bruce Point Blank and saw that a lot of the stunts were done by the same guys who were in the movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw, two thumbs up from me. Oh, yeah, it's I, great. Okay. I really it's so it. much fun. Would, one, it's so would, much fun. One hobbled thumbs up from me. Um, I will go and see it with, with Annette. Tell yeah. me this, when was the first time you shaved? Wow, that is a left turn. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you not? Do you not remember the first I time I remember you it was the... It was, I think, my last day of fifth year. So I was 15. Wow. Okay. I think. no. Fifth year is no. not 15. I would have been about 14, I think. 14. It was definitely, like, I, it felt like the last, because we finished, or I think we were finishing early, so we were finishing in, like, because you finish early for revision mm-hmm. time. I think it was then. You were like, I'll have a big shave now. Yeah, I'll shave. It's time to cut this beard off. <laughs> yeah. Was there, Why, why'd you ask? Because Nathan has first shave the other day. Okay. Uh, we Nathan has has little kind of. It's he's got this little mustache that is like um, it's like a wide boy mustache from the forties. It's kind of it's it's not. Does he look quite, like he's selling watches out of his coat? It's because you mentioned somebody having a pencil thin mustache. The Rock, having, he had a little pencil thin mustache. Why would he not was, keep it? They're all the rage. <laughs> well, I think he was kind of. I, I, no one had made fun of him or anything, and Nathan's almost immune to that anyway. You can't you can't wind him up in any way, shape, or form. Um, but he. He did kind of go, I, I says, maybe time to get that shaved off, Nathan. And we've been saying that for a little while because it's been a little bum fluffy. And, and he started to get a little bum fluffed hairs on his chinny chin chin. And um, he went, 
I'd like to get. Uh, can I? When are we, when are we going to get this shaved? I went okay. So we went up and bought a razor for him. Little first razor, my first razor, twenty five quid. Twenty five quid. My wife goes to me, electric razor. An electric razor. All yeah. right, okay. My Jesus. wife goes. My wife goes. Uh, says, uh, so what's the best razor to get for him? I says, I don't know. She says, but you should know. You're a man. I go. How would I know? I don't shave. I, you know. What do you mean you don't shave? You're well, literally I, clean shaven. No, I'm not clean. I've got a stubble. I've got like a razor. I mean, I've got a beard razor, but that doesn't make me an expert on all razors. Stop saying razor when you mean, do you mean an electric? Electric razor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what should I say? The clippers? No, clippers are not. Well, that's for your hair. Beard trimmer. Beard trimmer. A razor is a blade. Oh, okay. Well, an electric razor. No, but they do sell them as electric razors. Yeah, Mm. that's what they're called. Well, they call it an electric razor, then don't call it a razor. You're being very confusing. I I don't shave. (laughs) At all? You trim that beard. No. No, Ron, Ron keeps it as a treat. He goes to the barbers and gets them to do it. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's I, right. I had a man do it this week. Please run your th- oh, very you? thin fingers yeah. through my well, I beard. I can't see because of the pop shield. Oh, yeah, mm. okay. I did uh, mine last night. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, anyway, so I shaved his little moustache and shaved his little beard. And he went... Uh, you shaved it? Well, he couldn't. He was just sort of fumbling around trying to shave it off. Let me show you how to do that, mate. I was sort of helping him, guiding him as a parent does. Going, Let's get that wee bit there, get that wee bit there. And I went, uh, do, do you have, well, what do you think? He goes, oh. he says, oh, I'm going to miss doing this. And then he stroked his upper lip <laughs> like that, like a little chinny beard stroke. So, so yeah, you should have let him keep but it. But he looked better without it. It's really odd. Says you. He, no, I think he definitely. There's something better. weird about kids with beards. <laughs> it, it looks because he still a, he still looks like a child. He still looks like a like a not quite a teenager, but somewhere a young. Teenager. Does he look like the baby? He is. the baby in the second Adams Family movie? <laughs> yes, Bugsley yes, just comes. Oh, come pubert! No, pubert! Yeah, <laughs> pubert. And yeah. poor old Tom's going to need a shave soon as well because he's quite hairy. <laughs> oh my. I really hope your kids never hear this show. Uh, me too, but it's... My uh, stammering, hairy child. <laughs> uh, we should bleep that. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it just struck me. I Like, I remember the first time I shaved was with a, a razor blade, uh, a proper shaver razor like blade. Like shaving foam and... Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole thing. Cause I think, my dad I think, had one, and he, I, I think I pretend shaved with the with the thing. With when the I back was, of it? The plastic with, yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I was much younger. And then eventually when I, I kind of first shaved, it was, he had the, it's like the badger brush. It's like a badger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Badger, badger hair, hair yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, then, and you foam up and then you kind of, but Nathan, like Nathan falls over when he's standing perfectly stuck still. So there's no way I was letting that boy near a blade. No way. Um, so anyway, I remember kind of doing that. I can't remember the age I was though. Ralphie, I didn't find this out until what, Ralphie shaving. Well, I didn't find this out <laughs> until a couple of days, I think, after. And mm-hmm. I only find and I only find out because I seen the results of what had happened, and I noticed a couple of little, just like grazes mm-hmm. on Ralphie's toes. Okay. And I was like, Hannah, what? Did you, uh, did you open the door under his toes or did you get something? And he was like, uh, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, he got one of my, he saw me shaving <laughs> my legs Ooh. and he got hold of one of the razors when I was out of the room and Ooh. like tried to shave. No, they weren't, they were like minor, yeah, yeah, minor shaking. little grazes. Yeah, there yeah, weren't, yeah. they weren't anything. But was yeah. like skin shavings on the yeah. ground? <laughs> Potato peel skin. <laughs> Tellingly, didn't try and shave his face. No. No. No, because no. I don't. He likes to shave my beard. Tried to shave off the top of his head. Yeah, to, I just let, I like put the, dad. get the electric razor and put the, the, the guard thing up to like 10 so oh, that yeah, nothing's coming nothing off and then he's just yeah. he's fired dead, away. Yeah. Yeah. I think what else I've seen. I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday. Oh, I haven't seen it? that yet. Yeah, it's probably too early to talk about that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we both saw John Wick 3 last night. Yeah. And I finished watching The Boys today. Ooh. Oh, so I watched I The fin- Boys as well. I finished watching The Boys as I well. I finished watching Ooh, The Ages ago. We've all finished watching The Boys, yeah. have we? Shall yes. we spoil it? Well, I mean, it's, uh, well, I don't know if there's any spoiling. What do you think of the series overall? I really enjoyed it. I, I like the first episode. I thought, oh no, this is not for me. This is too gory and it's too visceral. And and were the gore in the comic 
I thought, I thought, oh, I'd read the comic. And then I remembered I hadn't read the comic and read the first couple of issues. I went, nah, not for me. Um, but the, the gore in the comic is like, it's alleviated somewhat by being artwork. And being cartoony. And cartoony. Yeah. And uh, the, the bit in it where uh, Huey's holding on to his girlfriend's arms and she's been splattered across it. And it's like, ooh, in the comic, that's like, <laughs> that's comical looking. And then in the, in the show, it's like, oh, Jesus, no, this is really horrible. But I think that's almost the worst thing that happens in it that's probably yeah that probably is the worst the most violent thing that happens, thing that happens the series sort of sets out the stall of it i suppose i don't think i've seen an adaptation get it so bang on tonally normally tonally, they have they, to they, there's they a have lot of stuff to, that like, change there's a lot of stuff that you but they have to you know sometimes they have to like oh we've got to we've got to tweak this here there's got to be a bit more humor the love's got to be blah 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 this is this just feels tonally so bang on. Mm. I'm 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 gonna oh, oh. be a bit controversial and say I think they got it more right than Garth did. Yeah, and the Garth's kind of sneering attitude towards superheroes um, means that he can't ever take a fair bounce in the in the books. Mm. He's always well. Not, none of them are that sympathetic, are they? No, none of them are. Even. Uh, no, well, Starlight, Starlight, Starlight looking, I think. gets some sympathy in the but, book, but she her treatment at the start is revolting in, yeah. the, in the comic. It's, it's worse than it is. It's it's, it's way it's, time, yeah. way over the line in terms of <clears throat> what needs what the character needs. Uh, in the show, she's she's definitely terribly abused, but not to the degree she is in the book. Mm. You know, and the book just feels gratuitous. Mm. Um, and again. I think Garth sometimes pushes the line just because he can, and yeah. just because he wants to, he wants to be shocking. Yeah, and I remember, I mean, the, well, the it's hard. I think it's probably in a comic, it's harder to be shocking because if you if you pull it all the way back to what the TV show did, it would not be shocking in the book. No, right, whereas the TV show, it is even that level is shocking because it's like, oh, that's you know, you haven't seen that in a TV yeah, show necessarily. But I, but, I, but I think the byproduct in the comic is that it means that he, he strips away a lot of the complexity of some of the characters. Mm. Um, you know, in, in the comic, it's she's assaulted by one. One character, yeah. no. In, in in the book, in the, sorry, in the TV show, she's assaulted by one character. In the comic, it's three leering characters, and one of them yeah. is is the Homelander, the mm-hmm. lead character. So right away, you're stripped of any notion that this is a character with any complexity whatsoever. Mm. He's just the worst person. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the show builds to that and yeah. builds to like a kind of reveal you, of how yeah, you assume he's a good guy, and yeah, and then, it's, it's, and then yeah. they peel away the layers and show he's actually just a complete sociopath. Yeah, um, and that's a more interesting tack on it. His but, performance. He's he's really he's really phenomenal. good. Phenomenal, absolutely he, I, phenomenal. He's a New Zealand actor. I don't think I've yeah, seen, I him, in seen him in anything. Before. But he like that character is that he can do more with a twitch of his smile or with a like a slight eyebrow raise than. And he turns really well on that sort of like where he's like you know you guys are the real heroes, and mm. then the second he turns around his eyes just go dead. Yeah, yeah, he was fantastic. So I I thought he was brilliant. And again, we we talked about this I think when we were talking about Stranger Things, but another product of two very famous actors in the in the lead role you don't you don't know i'm a product i'm lost by what you're talking about the 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 lead character huey okay is dennis quaid and meg ryan's son oh really okay wow i just knew he was jack quaid but i didn't realize yeah no he's dennis quaid and meg ryan's son i thought jack quaid was the for some reason jack quaid just reminds me of the name of the alien and and uh uh, what do you call it and um we get uh the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, movie. Oh, Quaid. Quaid, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in Stranger Things, we have Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. Uh, she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. Oh, is she? She's really good. She's a very, very small role in it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I think Kevin Smith's daughter is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood There's as lots well. of famous daughters. <laughs> Rumor Willis is in it as well. Oh, right, okay. You know, they needed a lot of uh, Manson family young, sort of okay. vulnerable-looking girls in okay. it. And I think a lot, half of Hollywood's daughters are in it oh. as a result. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, though the boys, I said to Hannah, I kind of want to watch this. Is it something you're interested in? She said, I haven't heard it. So I played the trailer. And halfway through the trailer, she was like, yep. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, I, I want to watch it, and then we—I think we blew through it in three days, four days. Yeah. Well, I only finished watching it this morning. Oh, right. Okay. okay. It took me a long time. I mean, I kind of—I didn't want to binge it. I was kind of—I think the episodes are very well self-contained, so I was kind of taking my time with it as, yeah. well, as best I could. I didn't. I honestly didn't. The reason I took my time is because I didn't think I would like it. Mm. Yeah. I just—I was just like uh, the book was—I I liked the book well enough. But a TV show about the book that I'd already read, I was like, meh, I might just leave it. But my, 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 I, it's, yeah. it's already the most watched 
anything on mm. Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like they've it, it did gangbusters for them, uh, which is great because it, it, if it had only got one season, I think I would have been disappointed having finally watched it. Okay, I mean. My problem with the boys it always goes back to like whenever it was first being promoted before it ever came out, and Garth said it's going to out preacher preacher. And after reading the boys, it kind of made me sad to realize that I don't think Garth Ennis knows why preacher's popular. I think he thinks it's the gore and the the violence, and really it's the heart, it's the, it's the relationship between the characters, yeah, that people love about preacher, and that's absent in the book. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. There isn't that. There is. There's no. There's no camaraderie. There's no. No. I mean, like, there's no love. Really, the relationship between between, anybody. between like um, Jesse and uh, and Cassidy in Preacher is is one of the best sort of male male relationships I've ever read in comics. And in in the boys, that's not really there. But they but they're doing. They're trying to make those relationships work much better in the yeah. in the TV show, especially between uh, Frenchie and Mother's Milk. Yes, especially, you know where. At the first episode, or it's the first or second episode, whenever they get back to you, those guys hate each other, mm. and they start to build a relationship over time, you know, and a, and a sort of a codependence. Yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of the relationship building that goes on in that with um, Frenchie and and the girl and stuff is that, does that oh, yeah, show the, up in the comic? Because I, no, the, the comic the, sort of starts up; those relationships are all established yeah, in a way. Again, yeah, that's that's something I think the the show does better. Mm. You know, that you know. The unit of the boys is kind of already made whenever the yeah. show starts and whenever the comic starts, and the backstory is filled in much later down the line. Mm. But it makes it harder to invest in those characters yeah. then because you're not really given a reason to care about them. So yeah, I I really like the boys. I think Carl Urban is fantastic. Yeah, oh, Carl, hey, Carl the Urban accent though. Can't see him doing another Dread series. No. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I actually, I mean, it's great. like uh, Carl Urban. I don't think has had a big success. I don't think in film or TV he's had something that you small could go, part in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, he's had lead roles, but it's never been a film that's taken off. You know, Dread was the biggest thing, I think, and it just didn't do any sort of box office at all. Well, yeah. you know what? That's still a career. He can still <laughs> he can still make a career out of being that guy in yeah. things. And, you know, it, unusually for that, he's actually a really good-looking guy, mm. and he's very charismatic and very easy to like and watch, you know? Is, so. there, is there anything, because I can't quite, I don't know if I ever finished the book series, um, but is there anything in the books that says that he has to be English. Oh, yeah, it's very clear he's English. But then it's also no, very it's not clear. No, it's not very clear he's book, English. Yeah, yeah, in the book, yeah. 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 But he like, he could have no, absolutely been a New Zealand actor. Yeah, he could, have been, he could have been New Zealand yeah, or American, yeah. and it wouldn't have made a, a damn bit of difference. Yeah, but if they're Americans, a, for Americans, he probably has a perfect British accent. Oh, yeah, they think, they probably think that's no, really... His, his, you know, that's one of fact, if anything, he probably did a really good British accent. They went, no, we're not convinced. Go back to your normal voice. Go back and rewatch the scene when he makes the speech about the Spice Girls. He is literally all over the map. There's about four different accents in there. There. But I think that he is a great embodiment of the character. Mm. I just wish they'd kind of let him just do it in his own voice and just say, well, do you know what? This is the guy that we want to play Butcher. He's great. So fuck it. Just run with it. Yeah. I mean, the character doesn't have to be from anywhere. No. It seems very odd that they, that they, yeah, that they have to. make reference to Because uh, I mean, uh, if you're going to go. Like, past or something. If you're going to go hardcore into the, like, these people, we're going to have to be stick faithfully to the books, then. Huey doesn't look anything like Huey. Mm. Well, yeah, but they, they covered Huey, the bases in that one. Didn't yeah, they? <laughs> they, I mean, they cast Simon Pegg. So, um, is is Huey's father in the books? I can't because I've only gone through the first. No, one, I, I don't think. remember him being. No, in the I don't remember him. In, but yeah. obviously, you know that I, Huey. I wonder. Was, I wonder what that. Why they bought his dad? Well, because they had to the put thing. Simon Pegg in it somewhere. Oh, no, but I mean, they could have. He could have been anything. He could have been. In a CIA they probably, they probably realized that Huey doesn't have any familial connection outside yeah. of the boys, so yeah. they, they, need they needed something to, something to, to try to ground that character. Yeah, because yeah I, I feel like maybe what they're getting right is that sort of storytelling one hundred and one of getting you know setting your characters up right and giving them a good introduction, a good grounding, and good motivations and stuff, and that. That's maybe they're able to spend more time doing that than. I mean, you know, it's the same team that did the preacher TV show, and I couldn't get into that at all. Yeah. And I, think, I didn't. I didn't try. And I, I watched maybe one or two episodes of it. And I was just like, I'm not. Would feeling... you consider going back now? I mean, I, I always you know would, would consider going back and checking things out, and I, I probably will go back. I mean, I know that they've they've just started uh, broadcasting the fourth and last series of preacher, 
So that to me cancelled or I'd say they were probably told you've got you've got a last series to finish this. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously, um, those shows would love to run a lot longer than they than they yeah. usually are allowed to. But oh, uh, which, Elizabeth Shoe. Elizabeth Shoe, yeah, always great, always good value, terrific in this, and looks basically the same as she did in Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, I I do have a rant about Netflix that if oh yeah you, it, you wanted to talk about this what, what yeah, right tell us about I, I forgot your... I forgot to bring it up at the start here but I think Netflix is broken and in, I think in in so much as the business model is broken all right I thought you just needed to reset your router no <laughs> <laughs> um so in the last month or so they've cancelled uh, the OA yep they've cancelled uh, Orange is the New Black. Well, that was that, that was always going to be cancelled. Even okay. even last year, they said the next season will be the, last. the last one. Um, and they have a few more. I mean, they, they cancelled something like twenty shows. Oh the, yeah, they can, a, oh they cancelled the one that everybody lost their shit about. Um, is that the animated show, the animated I one. I can't remember because I've never even heard oh, of it. Uh, it's like Tuka and Tuka, the, uh, yeah, Tuka and Birdie and Tuka. Bird, yeah, Tuka and Birdie. Tuka okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think Netflix with their current. Uh, strategy are ever going to get past two or three seasons for a show ever again because the way the way it works is Netflix has to grow their whole business model is mm. growth and growth means new you need people to come in to watch the new shows all the time people and people do not sign up to Netflix to watch old stuff yeah they only watch new stuff so there is no point in pumping money into old shows because old shows don't bring in new customers anymore mm. and they you know I don't know what the data is, but Netflix know exactly what the data is, and what they, what the um, the cancellations tell me is that people are not tuning in. There's maybe one or two exceptions, like if you've been hearing about Stranger Things for years and you you want to check it out, maybe you'll sign up. But I think uh, House oh, of so Cards. So you're, so you're the, like the weird thing is, like people signed up for Netflix at the beginning because of the big back catalog of stuff. Yeah, the big back catalog was what was attractive. The big back catalog's it. going away. Yeah. So all their yeah, they're not going to have that anymore. No, and and as as movie companies uh, pull their content out to their own streaming service, Netflix has to keep on ramping up production. So you're saying new stuff. You're saying that people who are not currently subscribing and now will subscribe aren't going to go back and rewatch the first three seasons of I don't think they do. Ozarks or No, I, like I don't that, think or, they do. I th- and I think Netflix knows they don't because because they can see it. Cuz Netflix is Netflix's user data is so much more fine-grained than anything that we've ever had before and they can tell if a customer that signed up in the last month what do they go back and watch mm. and I think that their catalog is almost dead as soon as it's produced. You know, something like Ozark probably has a shelf life, and the new series probably has a shelf life of about a month mm. before it falls off the charts in terms of what, what watching it gets. And they're not interested in the long tail of five viewers over a no. year. So I think that, you know, the dream that we were going to, that Netflix was going to turn into the new HBO and you were going to get big, long, sprawling series over, over years, I think that's not going to happen. And I think that Orange is the New Black and House of Cards are probably the only series that will ever get to like six or seven series. Mm the way if if things continue the way they do now but, stranger but, things may get there but stranger things has a lot of cultural appeal outside of netflix and yeah. there's a lot of merchandising and stuff attached to that but unless they get a massive hit like that there's no way it continues because it's cheaper to make a new show than it is to make an old to make an old show once you get once you get to like second or third series actors contracts get turned yeah. into like they're they become much much more expensive to keep on you may as well just kill the show because there's that money can be pumped into a new show that brings in new viewers. People don't tend to cancel their Netflix subscriptions, so it just rolls on. And there's always new content to feed old old Netflix subscribers, mm. but old content lasting beyond two or yeah. three years does not bring in new people. Yeah. And new people is the only business they're in. You know, and that, Netflix are going to hit a ceiling at some point because at will some have point their saturation will be every. I mean, I, the, the head guy at Netflix said that his right Just now their biggest competition. Yeah, said that their biggest competition right now is sleep. Yeah, that's, that's that's their biggest competition because almost everyone has a Netflix. If you've got an Amazon, you've probably got Netflix as well. If you've got if you've got a streaming service of any kind, you've probably got a Netflix as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, um, so it, it, I mean, it, it's going to reach a point where there's no growth left, and at that point, and I then, don't. That's where I don't know what happens yeah. at that point when people. Because what happens to, is, is they can't grow anymore. So investors are going to start looking at it and going, "Well, we can't, 
We, we need to monetize it some yeah, other way. To, yeah, and the only way to, to monetize it is to increase the, the, the monthly fee, which, yeah. which they've done in the past and which is real low-hanging fruit. I mean, you know, in the time that I've been a Netflix subscriber, I think it's gone from nine ninety nine a month to twelve ninety nine, which is a... Mine's, mine's still only nine ninety nine. Do, well, do you have the 4K multiple yeah. screen things? Yeah, yeah. It's twelve ninety nine. No, it's nine ninety nine. I literally... Mm. I, the only reason I know is because I went through and did my finances... At the at the end of last there may month, maybe on some there there may well be hangover contracts and things that people possibly yeah up if you sign up, if I'm you definitely sign, on do you sign up through iTunes no no I definitely pay more than that and mm. I think that that's I mean ultimately because I always see the news stories Netflix have increased their subscription yeah. Yeah. but it's going to be hard to do that because Disney are rocking out with a four ninety nine. Disney Plus, yeah, see and, in November, and, and I think, that is like, and that content is evergreen, yeah, because you're tapping into Marvel, Star Wars, things like that, where people will eventually come to it, you know. And I think Netflix has a problem, yeah, in, in the long term. So yeah, so you what you're saying there is get your stocks out of Netflix while you can. I don't think just yet. I think while it grows, <laughs> but there's there's definitely a point where I think Netflix's Here star for your has stock to tips. I mean, and you know, it, it was kind of viewed as one of these companies that's too big to fail at this mm. point. I think that's the point we need to start. They worrying. all, yeah, they, it's a it's an inflated balloon, really. I think. Once so, yeah. it reaches too much, I don't know why I felt the need to bring in business news at this point. Business but, news, but it's just something I've been do, thinking do, do, about do, do, a lot, do, do, do. especially with you know. Uh, I heard it, there's a, a friend of mine has a podcast, and they were talking about you know the shows being cancelled that they like. And I just started thinking about, well, why is why that? Is that? You know, and there's definitely, there's definitely a reason for it. And I definitely think that Netflix's uh, business model, as regards to storytelling like growth. in a long-form way, I think there's a, there's a serious problem there. And what they maybe should look at in the future is making more short-form stuff. Um, you know, maybe six-episode series. Films. Well, six episodes, episode, mini, mini series, series yeah. stuff that doesn't need to be replicated year after Black year. Black Mirror kind of stuff, do you think? Black Mirror is evergreen because every episode's new. You know, yeah. you don't have to watch it in sequence yeah. and everything. Ugh, but ever- that's, I don't think that's a sustainable model either because that, then you just end up with like oh, so an many, anthology. everything's an anthology, like so many series that's just like four episodes, six episodes. Where, where do you get invested in characters and like... Well, that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, I think it's broken. So it's broken. So we just have to rely on. Shall we phone Reed Hastings now? Let him know. I would love to talk to someone at Netflix. I mean, <laughs> if you're at Netflix and you want to have a chat about this, I would love I, that. I, I, well, I, I mean, they wouldn't, but I know people at Netflix. I have a couple of followers on Twitter who mutually follow me who work at Netflix, but I think they work in the in the software side of things and probably yeah. don't do a lot of buying programs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you mean uh, computer programs? That's but, all they buy. Um, so yeah, do you have a pick of the week? Who, me? Oh, right, we're going with me first? I, would, I looked at you, but I mean, okay. I was talking well, um, Scott. All right, right, okay, here's here's the pick of the week that I have. Um, Nathan, uh, a while ago... You can't said, pick your own kids. No, 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 he wouldn't be my favourite. Um, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan, a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, uh, got himself a spot of... He, no, no interest in music whatsoever, suddenly absolutely interested in music, will sit and argue about music with you. Um, and so he got a Spotify account, and he has thousands of accounts. And... Where Tom now is also wanting a Spotify account or something similar. So I decided to bite the bullet and subscribe to Spotify. So that's my pick of the week. It's a family account on Spotify. It's 15 quid. And I know you laugh at me when I go, I just want to go Alexa play some music. But it, it's come up with these playlists that are full of stuff I like. So I'm quite content. The one thing that I miss about having Apple Music is Spotify's weekly... Oh, the weekly uh, the weekly kind of curated yeah. playlist. Because... There's a a guy that I work with, and uh, he comes up and uses my suite sometimes, and he leaves his logged in, mm-hmm. and I can see, and we listen to kind of the same stuff, and I yeah. see his weekly list. Yeah, yeah. I just think, fuck, that's a really good, well curated playlist of stuff that I'd be really into listening to. And Apple Music doesn't do fucking anything like nah. that. Fuck but you. Apple Music is Apple Music does have recommendations, and they do have genre recommendations. But I think Spotify's are generally better put together, and I guess Spotify is becoming the default for a lot of people. Mm. So whenever you see playlists been shared of, about a TV show stuff, it's always Spotify. Yeah. Mm. Um, somebody needs to come up with a really good series, a uh, really good service for converting a Spotify playlist to an Apple Music playlist. Um, there's definitely good, you know, conversion things for Apple Music. I, think, I suspect that for a lot of songs, people, if you're an Apple customer, if you're in the Apple ecosphere, you're going to go, I'll get the Apple Music thing. But if you're not, and even though you can still use it, you will not get it. You will not 
you will not go that way. You'll go mm. to Spotify. Uh, but and one and like some of the nice things about it are with the Alexa. So Nathan will go play his own playlist on the family thing. He has an account. Thomas has an account. I have an account. Nanette has an account. And we're all different accounts. We're all got our own playlists, and we can tell our own. There's a, a an Amazon Echo in my room, one in Nathan's room, and one in the kitchen, and we can tell them individually to play our own playlists and stuff, which is really nice. Okay. And I li- I like being able to set. So w- whenever you tell um your Mac to play to your uh, Amazon Echo, it, what it does is it must tell the server somewhere to send the music down to the Echo. So it's not going from the Mac; it's going yeah. from the, the Spotify server, because when I pick up my phone and go to Spotify, it tells me what's currently playing on the device. And I can control it from there, which is kind of nice. So it's like having a remote control for the, I don't know if the Apple might do exactly the same. I don't know, but it, it it's it, because it's sort of agnostic to what hardware it is you're running. Yeah. It seems to work nicely with all of them. Whereas Apple stuff tends to work beautifully with Apple equipment, but there's a wee bit more. Higgledy, yeah. Piggledy and, oh, yeah, and other enough. things. Yeah. So, um, Scott, you got anything? Mm, not so much. If you don't, it's okay. I don't really have anything. Really? Hey, what about your shower head? Do you know what? I I, I like the shower head, but... Hang on, I, no one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. So whenever we went to Hydroways, uh, <laughs> after we came out, one of the things I kind of thought to ask her that I didn't ask her during the interview was, where do you get your fucking shower heads? Because they're amazing. And uh, the shower head is really sort of focused and powerful. But as I suspected, the shower head itself is nice, but my water pressure is for shit. Uh-huh. Uh, what about yours? Uh, well, I, yeah, so we both bought one. They were 15 quid. They've got these little balls in them, and they're supposed to kind of take out all toxic type stuff. And the and, magnesium or yeah, something like that, and then, and then they kind of, they're supposed to, they actually are supposed to increase the water pressure a little bit, because what they yeah. do is they constrict the flow of the water. Okay. So And by constricting the flow, and so they constrict the flow of the water going in, okay. uh, and then whenever it comes out of the, the head of it, it's got it, it's more finely perforated than a normal shower head, so it's using less water. Yeah, it means, I so, think it uses a third less water. Yeah, than so so it's it's head. it's more constricted going in. It's using less water, which means in theory you're getting a more powerful shower without doing anything. But if yours is so wimpy, then maybe that's yeah. that's what's happening. Mine's there. pretty wimpy. Uh, it, on ours, it was kind of it, it's nice. It's a nice, more pleasant. It's a, yeah. It's a more I, pleasant I'll give it that. Shower. It's a nicer shower. Yeah. Um, but it's not as powerful as it was in the in Hydroese. No, they yeah. Oh they, god, they no! In Hydroese, it was super. practically taking the skin off. It was, <laughs> it, it was amazing. <laughs> like I, I almost enjoyed the shower as much as I enjoyed the, the floating, and I just stood there like blasting my chest and my ass with it. It was <laughs> it was so good. Oh dear! The oh, I do have a, I do have a pick oh, of the here week. Here we go. Okay. I do have a pick. Mindhunter season two. Oh shit! Yeah, that's on Netflix. Yeah, that's on Netflix. That's the last season you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you. Oh, got. it's very good. It's it, the, the season episode. one was great because it felt like a kind of what is, it's like. What is this? What this is like the X Files, but like with real. Are these real? Is, real. It, is this real stuff? Are these yeah, like based on real things, and, and it's really good. And the episodes, the episodes fly by mm. like. They're 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 forty nine minutes. They're they're not short episodes. They're about regular length, and they feel like little half hour. Like mm. they, there's so much, and they nip along at such a pace, and they've done such a good job in the. I know that this shouldn't matter, but because given what we talked about with the um, the boys, but they've done such a good job of making the prisoners look like the people that they're playing. Mm. That like there was, I think they were interviewing the son of Sam. Okay. Uh, last night in the in the one we were watching episode two, I think, and he he's just a double of him. Mm. He's he's fantastic, um, and yeah, the the yeah, lead that's the thing. It's like the very first series I watched. It there's one of the killers in it, and he's this giant of a man. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, Kim, uh, Kimber. Something like yeah, that. Kimber. And I, I kind of I, I remember Googling him. He talks out. like this. He's yeah. got a very precise way of talking. Yeah. And I looked him up and that's what he's like. Yeah. Oh yeah, he looks like, exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. So Ed, um, Ed Kimber, I think is. And name. they have the same guy playing Charles Manson in it that plays him in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh really? It's the, exi- it's the same actor. Wow. That, that's and, a bit like when Edge. I, uh, I, I have no idea why this is the case. I don't know if Quentin Tarantino was like, "Get me the guy who plays him in the season of <laughs> Mindhunter that isn't out yet." Or oh, yeah, they, right or, enough because they've literally because Mindhunter's only out on Friday, so yeah. they must have been filming around the same time. Well, they both came out basically the same day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Charlie Manson that's true. on TV or <laughs> in the cinema. 
Uh, he's got a, it's a really, really small part in Once Upon a Time in uh, I think he has Hollywood. a small, I think he's going to have a small part in Mindhunter as well. Yeah. Because I think this is, based on last season and what I've seen in the first two episodes, this season feels like it's about BTK. Okay. Um, BTK. The, the, the bind, torture, kill. That's the name of the. That's what he called himself. It's a bit like fuck, marry, avoid. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's um, that, but like MD murder, death, kill from from demolition man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's what he called himself. BTK. Oh, I did not know there was a precedent. Well, you watched the first. Thing? You watched the first series of Mindhunter, yeah. Yeah, but I forget everything. Oh, so do you remember the, at the end of each episode there was like oh, the a, start, a, start of each episode? It was all was the start, pre, yeah. Title of every. So episode. It was like this seemingly unconnected like mm-hmm. guy who's like planning he stuff. Was a, like a telephone. That's BTK. Re- uh, he was a telephone repairman. Don't spoil it for me. Well, he's in the first series. You've watched the first he's series. Also re- he's also a real person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Holt McCallany is my pick for the thing. If they ever cast him in a movie, um, I think he is the thing. The thing. He's oh, who does he, who um, does he but play? But his name's Hulk. Holt. 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 Oh, I thought his Holt name was Hulk. He's the partner. He's the big guy. The oh, the, guy. oh, yeah, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the thing. And I'm just pleased that Anna Torv is making TV shows again. Okay. Is Anna Torv? Um, Anna Torv's the the main girl in it, the psychiatrist. Oh. She's um, she was the lead she was in, in Fringe. Fringe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, did she stopped. She stopped acting. I mean, I haven't seen her in anything since Fringe. Mm, okay. So she might have been making tons of stuff, and I just haven't seen it. But you know. Okay. All well, right. On that, I, it's been another episode. Uh, I'm wrong. Certainly was. I'm PJ. See you next week. Who are you, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bye. Scott. Bye. <laughs>